Let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and we shall be created and you shall renew the face of the earth. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant that by that same Holy Spirit we may be truly wise and ever enjoy God's consolations. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. This is a prayer that is sung or spoken throughout a Christmas weekend. Christmas is a three-day retreat for high school teenagers. And it's one of my very first memories, this prayer, of hearing about the Holy Spirit. In church, I heard a lot about Jesus, obviously, and a lot about God the Father or the Creator. But as far as the Holy Spirit is concerned, all I knew was that it was the other part of the Trinity. And it wasn't until I went to seminary that I understood about this Spirit of God and how the Spirit of God dwells within us and moves throughout our lives, empowering us when we need empowered, comforting us when we need comforted, and, and simply just giving us exactly what we need before we even know what is needed. And it wasn't until this last year, though, that I came to truly know the Holy Spirit in my heart. Seminary, it was, it was head knowledge. But then this past year, the Holy Spirit sunk deep into my heart. Because I saw, lived out what was written in Scripture. That that same Spirit that came upon Jesus as its baptism empowering him for ministry here on earth, teaching and healing and living out God's unconditional love, the same spirit that empowered Jesus to do that, and then the same spirit that came upon those early Christians on that first Pentecost to empower them to go and to be the church, continuing God's ministry. Jesus' ministry of teaching and healing and living out God's unconditional love that same spirit was very clearly apparent to me this past year, empowering us to continue Jesus's ministry of teaching and healing and living out God's unconditional love, even as we have been physically apart. As of today, we have been mostly physically apart for 63 weeks, 62 Sundays. The last time we were together, many of us wore these shirts that you can see that much of the staff is wearing. We were wearing these shirts for the Music with a Mission fundraiser for the 2020 Youth Service Project. And we were crammed, quite literally, downstairs in the fellowship hall. Do you remember this? Yes. And we had dinner together and we sat 
side by side, oh so very close, that I don't know if we'll ever sit that close to each other again. And we watched the variety show. And then within a week, almost the entire world shut down. And I very, very clearly remember sitting in my office that Thursday, listening to Governor DeWine's press conferences as the sizes of groups that were able to meet got smaller and smaller and smaller. And then I went into the main church office and gathered the staff together and we talked and decided that we would cancel in-person worship that Sunday, that coming Sunday, and we would go online, whatever that meant, because we'd never done that before, and so we had to then figure it out. And so many of us went and got on the phones and started calling people to let them know that we were going to go online. And then others started figuring out what exactly that meant. And all the while, we were filled with fear and anxiety and all of the questions and the unknowns that we all had in those moments. Now, I know we're probably all sick of hearing how the world shut down and everything changed. And many of us just want to move on with our lives. But look at us. We have been apart for 63 weeks and we, we're still together, even though we have been apart that long. We are here and we are together, united still across the internet forever and ever, amen. We have been held together by God's spirit. On that first Pentecost, the presence of God's spirit was shown in those three different ways of wind and fire and then of inspired speech. First, it says, suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Now the word that's used here is the Greek word for pneuma. And it, it means the same as the Hebrew word for of ruach, which means breath or spirit or wind. And it's this ruach, this spirit or, or breath that God breathed into creation in the very beginning. And it's also this ruach that the prophet Ezekiel in the Old Testament he had this vision where this wind or spirit was the breath of God and it blew over these dry bones in a valley and it filled all of these bones with new life. And it was that same spirit, that breath, that breathed new life into, dare I say, the dry bones of our church and into our stale perception of what church had to be so that we could literally see through the church walls and embrace the world as our sanctuary. And it was a violent wind because I don't know about you guys, but it wasn't very comfortable for me. And I didn't necessarily want to do it, but we did it because the spirit blew us out the doors. And the spirit was with us, didn't just blow us and leave us to good luck, but was with us. We were filled with God's breath of life. 
Then on that first Pentecost, the scripture says they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. Now, fire is this symbol of divine presence all throughout scripture. Two of the the most memorable instances are the pillar of fire that, that guided Israel through the night in the deserts. And then the burning bush that Moses, through which Moses encountered God. And that same spirit that was the pillar and was in that bush, we see in Pentecost it separated and it came to rest on each individual. Now I know I have said this at least 45,000 times to you all over the past year, but I say it because it's true. The Spirit unites us over distance. The whole, the, we have this example here in Scripture, how this visual example of how the corporate or the whole of the Spirit, of, of the church, then separates, it's separated on each individual, and then went with the individuals. The Spirit is with us when we are gathered here together, but then it also goes into our days with us, empowering us when we are separated, whether that's the 63 weeks that we've experienced, or it's Monday through Saturday. The Spirit is with us individually, empowering us. And then finally, the scripture says that all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. It says, now there were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven, the ones they knew at that time. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. And they were utterly amazed and they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each one of us can hear in our own native language? Through the Spirit of God on that first Pentecost, everyone there was able to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Nothing at all separated them or kept them from hearing or understanding. And through the Spirit's ability and through your generous giving, we are now able and we have been sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with the entire world. The Holy Spirit is more real to me now than it ever has been because I have seen it working over these past 63 weeks. And it has been glorious and miraculous because we are here and we never There was never a doubt that this sanctuary would be filled once again. And it gives me such a a calm, the spirit gives me such a calm assurance that if God's spirit can get us through a pandemic together, then God's spirit can get us through anything when we are together. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now, if you haven't done so, if you are joining us online, 
I would invite you to share your joys and concerns in the comments. Um, know that they're going to be public, so um, just be aware of that. And now I invite you to prepare your hearts for prayer with this next song. And I invite you to even stand if you are able, whether you are here or at home. Might as well stand.
Shelly asked for prayers for her sister Dee, who is going through a difficult time, and for prayers for Jerry on the healing of his feet, and prayers of thankfulness on being together. And then thank you for being able to be here in person. Yes, amen. And online we have Sue uh, asked for prayers for her brother Tony, who is having health issues. And Stephanie asked for prayers for all the upcoming um, high school graduations and congrats on class of 2021. Dana asked for prayers um, in this time of transition and learning new things and being reminded of our why. And Kathy says, standing in our beautiful sanctuary, singing. Yes. And Penny says, prayers of praise for our church staff and those who faithfully attend wherever they may be. God is great. And Anne asked for prayers for her co-worker, Anne-Marie, and her family whose brother passed away suddenly this week. And Jen says, happy Pentecost. Prayers of thanksgiving for reunions and the breath of the spirit which flows in and from and amongst us. Breathe in, breathe out, friends. It is good to be worshiping together wherever we are. It's funny to see my husband in the back on his cell phone and I can't really yell at him because he might be on Facebook joining worshiping there as well. So just warning you, I see you, sir. <laughs> and with that, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Come, Holy Spirit, fill us with your love. Open our eyes to see the presence of God all around us, in the joys and celebrations of our lives, and in the tragedies and the struggles that break our hearts. Come, Holy Spirit, and comfort those who grieve. Grant them the peace that only you can bring. Stir within us a trust in life beyond death and the hope we have in new and everlasting life. Come, Holy Spirit, and bring wholeness to the sick. Strengthen those who are weak, heal the wounded and broken, and give rest to the weary. Come, Holy Spirit and inspire our warring world to seek your peace, to love our enemies and to put away our weapons. Come, Holy Spirit, and ignite a fire in our bones, a passion for justice that cannot be quenched until all of your children are loved, until no one is marginalized or oppressed, until the world is transformed and renewed. Come, Holy Spirit, and revive your church. Liberate us from apathy and complacency. Inspire us with Christ's vision of a world reborn. God, thank you for those who are joining us. Today, it is such a joy to be together in this place and to see the names and to know the individuals who are joining us from across the country. It is a good and a beautiful and a joyful thing that we can come together and know that your spirit is with us and that wherever we are is holy and sacred ground. God, we pray all of these things in the beautiful name of Jesus 
as we pray the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. It is good to hear us say that prayer together. As you go from this place, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Whether you are here in person or online, I invite you to greet your neighbor as you leave with an elbow bump and pass the love of Christ in that way. Have a great week and know that God loves you unconditionally. Amen. God, we gather as your people to raise our song above, and we dare to claim the promise of your love. Though the day may not yet be here, we trust it soon will be when your children will be free. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that welcome be our song. Oh, we sing for all the children that one day they be free. And we sing for generations yet to be. That they never have a reason to doubt that they are blessed. May they in your love find rest. Oh, may our hearts and minds be open the church doors open wide. May there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome. In God we all belong. May that welcome be our song. Oh, we pray for all the young lives cut short by fear and shame so afraid of who they are and who they love. May the message now be banished that your love is for the few. May their faith in you renew. Oh, may our hearts and minds be opened, fling the church doors open wide. 
may there be room enough for everyone inside. For in God there is a welcome, in God we all belong. May that welcome be our song. God, we're working for the future when children far and wide can live their lives with dignity and pride. As they grow in strength and stature, may they join us hand in hand as against all age. church doors open wide may there be room enough for everyone inside